There are so many emotions that people feel when they hear the words cheap or frugal. Some of these could include the feeling of being deprived or going without or getting nothing of quality even or even always having to say no. The part that is alarming is that many think these are the same in context or maybe even worse, automatically think they're bad. Today, I'm going to define what the differences in these terms are and show you some things about them that may simply change your mind on just how bad they really are or are not. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror, Financial Mirror, where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what's going on? Hopefully everyone's having a great weekend and I know that I truly, truly am. Um, it is all, all but finished. My, my first month, my no spend challenge is all done. Uh, and I must say that it's been great. It's truly been great. I could not have imagined a better time of, of looking at how my money's being spent looking at how I can spend just slightly different uh, or, or even, you know, not spending at all on so much, uh, but being more efficient in a lot, a lot of what I was doing. And I think that's what sort of led me to this episode. And it's, it sort of breaks down how being frugal or cheap, uh, I want I want to go over the two first and foremost, but but I want to talk about how they compare, how they are different, how they are the same, how you know all these things about those two words uh, because they do come with a negative connotation. So uh, ultimately, at the end of this no spend challenge, I realized that that these two things are are constantly going to come up in your life if you're going through anything like that where you're trying to limit how much money you're spending you're trying to be you know more conscious about where your money's going and those two things are going to show up they're going to they're going to rear their head they're going to show up and say hey you need to be more frugal or cheap and you're going to have to look at it and be like man I don't want to be frugal and cheap or, or you're going to be like okay and 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 endure that right but uh, I saw them show up in my life over the past month, and I I wanted to do an episode on it. I wanted to show you uh, what they mean, how do they compare. So when you start to think about you know these two words, uh, I want to give them a new definition. I want to change what they mean in your life. I want you to understand uh, if you know the good parts and the bad parts about them, because I'm going to give you the a heads up and tell you that there is good things and bad things about both. And you need to be aware of it. So uh, starting off, uh, frugal and cheap, are they bad? Well, I don't know. I think I gave you a little bit, a little bit of an insight, but ultimately they, they could be, they could not be. We'll see. But all in all, what I want you to know is I am aware spending money is awesome. Yes, I know. Buying things you want is great. It lets off these these, um, uh, hormones inside of you, uh, these endorphins that just make you happy. You just spend money and it just feels awesome. And I know, uh, so how, how do you feel when, when you buy things? And the better question I think is what makes you buy things? And 
that's that's where I want to I want to turn my focus. What makes you buy things? And that's going to be sort of how I want you to feel because I, I kind of know how you feel when you buy things. You're probably happy like everybody else, but what's making you buy those things? And uh, what's the value to you? What's the value of working to earn money? And and what? How does that value equate into how much you're willing to to spend on things? Right? Like, how much do you value your time enough to say this is how much um, I'm willing to spend on something? So let me just give you an example. Uh, I'm sure we've all heard this, but I wanted to go through it because it's a it's something that is is constantly brought up. Uh, and you, you'll hear it a lot. But when you think about something like, let's say you want to buy a new for my ladies out there, you want to buy a new purse, right? And this purse costs you $200. All right. And you make $50 an hour, right? So all of a sudden, you now have an equation that you can look at this purse and say, all right, am I willing to give up four hours of my life, right? Four hours of my time to buy this purse, right? Because at $50 an hour and it costs 200 bucks, you need four hours of making money at $50 an hour to buy that purse. So you look at it and you do this, this time cost benefit analysis deal and you say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to work for four hours to buy this purse. Well, at that point, you can say that that you you've done an analysis of it. You see, you see what you know what you the time you've got to put in, and you're willing to accept that, and that's fine. Maybe that purse is just worth it, um, and that's that's what's so so crazy is that if we put every single thing in that lens, we all of a sudden can see that you know what the value of our money is because truly, what is the value of working if for money if you can't spend it. And I understand that. I understand that. And that's why um, this episode is, is uh, you know, it, it, it touches a little differently, right? Because you want to spend your money. You worked hard for it. You want to spend it. Why do I want to be frugal or cheap? I worked hard for this money. I should be able to spend it. Well, uh, this is this is how, you know, Americans feel like they earned this money and they should spend it. Um, and this is why it's so odd when you see people that either don't or even, you know, they refuse to spend money like the majority. You don't catch them in these shopping malls like you see on this picture on the screen uh, currently. You don't catch them, you know, just spending money erroneously. Right. Like and in those type of people, they have names. <laughs> they truly have names. Penny pinchers. They're cheap. They're stingy. They're frugal. They're thrifty. Like, like these are words that describe these people. Some of those words have negative uh, connotations, and some are not so bad, right? Like people are like, oh, you're you know you're thrifty. Okay, cool, yeah. Uh, you're you know stingy and penny pinchers and things like that have negative, right? A little bit more negative. So if those words make you feel like it's a bad thing. That's the part I want to change today. That's the part that I want to address. That's the part that I want to get after is that I can change how you think about those words because those words specifically I'm focusing on frugal and cheap. Uh, but my goal is to is is to sort of what is being cheap? Address that. What is being cheap? What is being frugal? And are they bad things? My goal is to not change your mind, but instead give you a new thought 
of how you can change and control your hard-earned dollars to put them toward your financial goals, your financial future by utilizing maybe being slightly cheap here, slightly frugal here. Uh, The first thing uh, that I want to cover before we get into uh, how to do anything is to first look at these two words because so many people have a comparison in their head where they're kind of the same. You're cheap, you're frugal, whatever. Uh, Or normally it's the other way around. Normally someone that is extremely frugal, they call them cheap. That's that's normally how that goes. Uh, so I want I wanted to address that first. So first up, we've got the comparison, the cheap and frugal comparison. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. And when you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So what is their main focus? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to focus on the main focus. The main focus is this. Cheap people, people that are cheap, they focus on cost. They want lowest cost and you know, what the brand doesn't matter. Nothing matters. They just want the lowest cost, right? Dollar signs only. That's all they're looking at. Someone that's cheap is looking at dollar signs only. Frugal is going to focus on value. So they want the simple, the plain, they just want value, right? They're the ones that go in and they say, okay, well, when I look at the price tag, I don't look at the per, I don't look at, so there's a great comparison. Going to a grocery store, right? And you see this, uh, this let's let's uh, let's say what can I think of like a pasta sauce? Let's think of like a, like an Alfredo sauce. And you're like, all right, I want to buy Alfredo sauce. The the cheap people they're going to look at the cost and they're going to look at okay, this one cost me eighty nine cents. This one cost me a dollar twenty five. This one cost me three dollars. Cheap people are going to look at that. Your frugal people are going to look at the cost per ounce, maybe. This one is seven cents per ounce. This one is 13 cents per ounce. But maybe the 13 cents or the seven cents per ounce is actually the one that costs a dollar twenty-five. So it's not the cheapest, but it's the best value, right? Because per ounce you're getting it cheaper. That's being frugal, right? Frugal focuses on value, cheap focuses on price. So that's first and foremost. Cheap is about price. Frugal is about being intentional with every single dollar. Every dollar you spend is very intentionally evaluated and looked at. So that's the first thing is those two pieces. The second thing is their spending habits. Cheap people may simply flat out not spend money. They may spend just what they have to spend to survive and live and that's it, right? Frugal people are more selective. They are more selective and they want to, they buy what's necessary. 
Um, but they'll also buy stuff at reasonable prices that isn't necessary uh, if they think that that it's it's important for their life, right? Like cheap people, no, absolutely not. I don't need that. I'm not buying it, right? So that's the the other piece of being uh, uh, frugal is being selective. So you're not only like like I said, you're you're looking at that Alfredo sauce and you're you're very selective on. Um, the cheap person might say, oh, I don't even need sauce. I'm just going to eat dry noodles or I'm just going to, I'm just going to open the noodles and just not even boil them. That costs too much. Uh, that's electricity. I'm just going to bite into, you know, uh, raw noodles. Right. I, I, I can't help but think about, I think I've used this comparison before, but I can't help but think of like the Grinch and the, the more, the modern Grinch. I forgot who the actor is. I, I, if you know me, you know, I don't watch movies. I'm sorry. I, I I have watched movies, but I'm not a religious movie watcher. I don't know my actors. I don't know my actresses. I'm sorry if I offended you, but I don't know. But whoever played the Grinch in the more modern one, um, he like takes an onion and he bites an onion, right? And he eats it like an apple, right? And that's the only thing I think about is eating raw, like spaghetti noodles, no sauce. Like, okay. Anyways, back, <laughs> I digress. Um, the, the, uh, where was I even at? I, I don't even know. Right. Uh, the cheap person is, is going to, that's right. So the frugal person is going to, to focus on, on, you know, being very selective and how they, how they spend that dollar. So, you know, while it might not be the cheapest, Alfredo was the best value. They were very selective on how they picked that out and they, but they still got what they needed. Right. Uh, the cheap person just maybe just went without, you know, so completely, the other thing, so we focused on cost, we focused on spending habit. The other thing and the final thing to compare these two is the focus of time. Cost is the sales price. Like if you're cheap, everything is about the sales price, right? Like time doesn't matter. Like it's just like sales price. Like that's it. Frugal takes into account the value of time. So they frugal people look at that comparison I started with, with the purse and the $50 an hour frugal people think like that. They think like, okay, am I, is this worth my time to do, to get this? And if the answer is yes, they go with it. Cheap people probably just say no. Okay. So that, that's sort of a, um, a, a breakdown of the two and how they, how they work together, how they are the same, how they are vastly different. Uh, so all in all, they're the same in a sense that they both are selective in how they spend money. Some are selective to the point where they don't really spend that much. And, and some they're very intentional with how they're spending it. Uh, you can see they're vastly different. And, and I hope that, that that that's what you walked away with, that they are vastly different. They're not so much the same. Um, they are vastly different. And that's the biggest reason why I want to start off by saying this. Being frugal is a good thing. Living a life of frugality is a good thing. Being frugal is about spending smarter, being intentional with your money. Um, what I can tell you is this, is that if you walk away from this and you're like, I want to add more frugality to my life. I want to be more frugal with my spending. That's a good thing. You will be happier for it. Um, it sort of just, it, it kind of brings into the fact that you're just not, you're not carelessly spending. You're okay to spend things, but they're, they're spent on things that are valuable to you. And I can't define what valuable is. 
what's valuable to me. Uh, being frugal is like this. If, if I value, if I value personally, like I love, uh, what's, what's something that, that I would value. Okay. So let's say that I love going on hikes, right? I love going on hikes. I hate carrying a water bottle. So I go buy this really fancy, uh, water, water backpack thing that is like lightweight. It like defies gravity. You know, it holds, you know, 300 ounces of water, but it feels like it only weighs, you know, a, a tenth of a pound or something like I'm making all this up. This thing probably doesn't exist, but it costs $400. But I love to hike. I love to go on hikes. To me, that's valuable. And I'm going to find value in that, that I would spend it. I'm, I'm frugal, but I find so much value in that, that I, I will spend it. You would look at that and say, that's a waste of money. But on the flip side, you love riding bikes and you go and spend a ton of money on this really nice bike. And I look at that and say, why couldn't you just get like a $20 bike? I don't find value in your bike, right? For someone that doesn't play guitar would would look at it and say, well, why'd you spend $4,000 on a guitar? Well, you don't play guitar. You don't find value in that. I do, right? So so that's, that's sort of how that thing works. Being frugal is just meaning you're not careless. You think about how you're spending your money. You think about where this money is going, and then you think about how you can get more bang for your buck. So maybe, maybe I look at that backpack with the water and defying gravity backpack and, and I'm like, well, you know, like, like I'm okay. Like carrying a little extra weight, I'm going to spend a hundred less dollars and get the same backpack that it, it feels like it weighs a little more. It doesn't defy as much gravity or something. I don't know. This is a, this is a great story rabbit hole we're running down, but, um, maybe that's, maybe that's you. Well, that's, that's now my way of saying, I'm going to still get what I value, but I'm going to, I'm going to save a little bit to do it. Right. And that's just getting more bang for my buck. I'm not careless. Being cheap would literally say, no, you don't buy the bike. You don't buy the guitar. You don't buy the backpack. Right. Like that's just being cheap. I I've got a water bottle at home and I'll just use that water bottle and that's being cheap. Okay. Being frugal is finding value in it. The other thing about being frugal is that this does not mean you can't have fun. This literally does not mean that you can't have fun. You can have tons of fun being frugal, right? What this means is that you have to think of efficient ways to have fun with your money. This could mean that you you find free events in your neighborhood that that are offered. That means that you may have to plan vacations way far out so you can get better costs, right? Like these are the type of things that being frugal allow is just more efficiency. You have to be efficient, but you're intentional. You're finding you're doing the things that you enjoy that are fun. You're in, but you're finding the most efficient way and the most cost cost effective way to do it. Plus, one of the best things about being frugal is that it helps alleviate a lot of your stress. And I mean that when I say it. If, if you remember me saying this earlier, I, I, I sort of it was my first hint at being frugal, but it's living a simple and plain lifestyle. Let's face it. More stress comes from money than anything else. Money causes so much stress in people's life. Okay. More importantly, a lot of that stress can simply be done away with by taking out a lot of stuff from their life. Have you ever have you ever like cleaned your house and all of a sudden your house 
being clean made you feel happier, right? It made you feel less stressful. Think about, have you ever walked into a, a, a home that just, it, it didn't, it wasn't empty, but it just didn't have stuff everywhere. Doesn't that, it, it just feels more organized. It feels more put together. It feels less stressful. Well, money, money can lead us to buy things that we don't need, that take up room that we don't have. And then all of a sudden we've created a stress in our life because we have so much stuff, right? And that's, it's, it's, it's being frugal can help alleviate that. So when you're more efficient with your money, you have the ability to save more and and not accumulate stuff. And that extra savings can now go to help build that emergency fund. It can help save for that down payment to put you in your next home. Uh, but it can remove a lot of financial stress just from being frugal. And I noticed this during the month of January while I was doing the no spend challenge. Uh, I did an episode on that at the beginning of the year. I was going to do a no spend challenge. I did it for the month of January. Great results. But what it did was it allowed me to focus on the things that I needed and only buying those things. And it helped me save extra for uh, down payment on homes. It helped me save extra for investments. It helped me put extra towards IRA accounts. It helped me max those things out. It helped me do all of these things that ultimately it would have taken me another month or two to do, right? Because I was able to knock them out quickly. And now I feel like I'm way ahead on my finances already for 2022. And we're just now through January, right? That's the part that I'm talking about. That's how being frugal can truly help. So how can you be frugal? Well, uh, one of the, I'm going to give you four things that can, that can really lead to you being more frugal, living a more frugal life. Uh, but one of the first ones is eating and drinking at home. And, and I think that this is probably the, the biggest one. And I say that because so many people eat out, go out to have drinks at a bar, uh, having drinks with friends uh, more often than not. Right. Not saying that you don't do those things. You still go out to eat. You still go have drinks with friends. You still, you know, go out with coworkers for some, uh, for some, uh, after, after, after hours social gathering or whatever. Out here it's called Palhana. I was trying to think of how to describe, how to describe Palhana after, uh, you know, without, uh, saying Palhana because most people wouldn't, wouldn't know what I was talking about. But, um, if, you know, having drinks after work with friends, not saying you can't do that. Being frugal doesn't mean you can't do that. What it means is that more times than not, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not the most efficient way to utilize your money. So eating and drinking at home, that means making that grocery list early. That means going to the grocery store once once a week, once every two weeks, you know, once a month if you've got room for the stuff. But um, making, the, making those home-cooked meals, buy, buying your, if you want to have a, a, a nightcap drink at the end of the night, buy them and take them home with you. Like, like, like buy, buy a, a, a you know, a bottle of wine and take it home with you, buy you some beer and take it and put it in your fridge, uh, your seltzers, whatever it is that, that people drink, just, just go and take that home with you. You don't have to go to a bar to get it. Uh, so that's number one is eat and drink at home. It can truly help you live a more frugal life. The second thing, and this is probably, I think this is actually becoming less common. Um, uh, in, in a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, middle-class like myself and, and, 
And even even like, uh, you know, people that are, are coming out of debt or whatever. I think this one's actually getting better. And, I, and I, that's really exciting to me. But people are not worried about brands as much. But if you are, if that's still you, if you still care about brands, stop worrying about brands. Brands don't matter. Brands don't define you because you wear a a a certain brand of clothes doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter. You're still going to get the same job. You're still going to like, you, you know, all of these, like, you, like you're still going to have the same friends. Like your friends aren't gonna be like, Oh man, you don't wear Nike anymore. Oh goodness. We're not friends anymore. Like, and if that's, if, if your friends are that shallow, you need new friends. So let's be real. Um, but don't worry about brands. Brands don't matter. Like, like, I have found these $20 khaki pants at Target that I love. I don't even know the brand of them. Like, I really don't care. They're 20 bucks and they're great. They fit great. They, they last a long time. They're durable. $20, right? They're great. Um, it, but, and, and, I, and I, every time I go to Costco, I, I see they've got a new set of clothes out there. I'm like, man, like I, I've got, I think Costco is going to be my new shopping spot for clothes. Like it just, it's cheap. Right. And, and, and it looks nice. Like it's, it makes me presentable. It makes me look nice and I'm not spending a ton of money on brands. And that's the thing. Don't worry about brands. Brands are not going to define you. The other thing is focus to live frugal. You've got to focus on experiences instead of items. Uh, and this is a big one. And, and, a lot of people say that they want to retire and travel and all that. Like this is these are the people that normally understand this, but for those that want things, they may they may um, this may hit a little bit harder and, and home to you. But focus on things that can bring an experience to your life. Uh, spending your money on an item will lead will lead to a temporary happiness. You will be happy for a short time, and then all of a sudden that item won't bring as much happiness as it once did. The thing about experiences that you can go on this experience, you can go on this this cruise, this trip, this adventure, this whatever, and you can talk about it for years and years to come. Nobody cares what you bought four years ago. The trip you went on four years ago, you can still tell stories about. It's still relatable. People can still take something from it. But that item that you bought four years ago is outdated, worthless, and, and doesn't mean anything to anybody. Maybe it still means something to you, but... Um, there's so many things out there that we waste money on that don't really mean much to even us anymore after a couple of years. Those experiences, I look back on all the trips that my family took me on, all the trips that I've gone on, all the experiences I've got to be a part of. I still talk about those. Those have an impact on my life. And that's where you want to put your money to be living a very efficient, um, a very direct, frugal life. And that, that leads to the last thing. Don't buy unnecessary items. This was my New Year's resolution, so I had to throw it in there. But it's so important to live a very frugal lifestyle is to not buy unnecessary items. Be intentional with your money. Look at things and say, is this worth it to me or is this not worth it to me? And ultimately, then you will find out, okay, can I, um, can I go without this? Can, if you can, go without it. Uh, don't spend your money on the things that are not going to provide value to you, uh, but ultimately that are going to be those short-lived items that are easily going to be forgotten two or three weeks from now. Look at it, say, is this necessary? Ask yourself, if I didn't buy this, would I still be able to accomplish ABC? The answer is yes. Take a really hard look at this item and see, is it necessary? 
ask ask your spouse, ask your partner, ask your your friend, ask your coworker, family member. Do you think this is necessary? Like I, I can still do this. Do you think this is necessary? And see what they say. Take another opinion. Opinions are always great. I've done an episode on it before, but I'll bring it up. If you want to really test if it's unnecessary, try 30 days. Write it down on the on a piece of paper, hang it on the fridge. After 30 days, come back to it and look at it and say, do I still need that? And if the answer is yes, you've waited 30 days. It's probably worth it to go and get it now. Uh, but if after 30 days, you're like, eh, yeah, I really don't need that. That was, that was impulse. I don't really want to buy that. Then all of a sudden, you answered your own question. You don't get it. So I want to reiterate this, but... Uh, being frugal is not a bad thing, and it's truly not something that's going to take the fun out of your life. In all honesty, is actually in the end going to bring a ton of fun to your life. It brings back the joy to your life that you need because of the simplicity that being frugal actually brings. So I wanted to cover this because being cheap and frugal are things that both get a bad name And many of us think of those that are cheap and are frugal as they don't really get the most out of life. But that's not the case. Absolutely not the case. The biggest difference is in which one are you? If you're cheap, you simply don't want to spend money or you want to always get the cheapest. Now, I've talked all about being frugal and I I think I've bashed cheap enough. So I want to say this. There is a time and place for being cheap. Okay, I'm not saying it's always bad. If you are coming out of debt, you should be cheap. Like you should not spend money on anything except for your debt, right? Being cheap is great in that in that very moment because ultimately you need to feel what it feels like to get out of debt. It will put you in a position to never want to be in debt again. Understand what living on what you can afford to pay for the debt that you have accumulated. That's so important. It's so important. And I could get on my soapbox now, but I'm not. Uh, But that's the reason why student loan forgiveness is not a great thing. You've got to feel what you've done. Being getting into debt is a personal choice. You've got to feel what it's like to get out. If someone bails you out of your debt, you will not know what it feels like and you will end up with another debt. And I can't preach that enough. I truly can't preach that enough. You've got to feel what it feels like to be in debt and work yourself out of debt. So, you know, I never want to be in debt again. So being cheap in that very moment is a great thing. Don't spend your money on anything except for your debt and your living expenses. Now, if you're frugal, I think you're in a good place. And that's just living this frugal life. Uh, You can see every dollar matters and being efficient is the best way forward financially for you. So I want to end this with this simple thing. There's so much that is gained from giving up something now to live free from the bondage that mismanaged finances brings. Being cheap or frugal or whatever might be what's necessary to jumpstart you to get closer to your financial goals. And while it may be tough, it truly may leap you forward and knock years off of your financial journey to financial freedom, financial independence, or whatever your financial goals are. Now, if you are ready to take control of your finances, you're in the right place. The Financial Mirror is a great place to get started in taking control of your finances. If you need someone to be there with you every step of the way, a financial coach is just what you need. I serve as a financial coach, and if you go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact, 
fill out the contact form. It will connect me and you. We'll get you on the schedule, get you your free consultation and help you get on that path to whatever your financial goals are. If you want to give some extra support to the stream, just go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash merch and pick you up some financial mirror gear. It's always great to see people buying the gear because I know that is just spreading the word and people taking control of their finances. Finally, I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, As always, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this with your friends, coworkers, family members, and all your other loved ones in your life. If you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you. Uh, Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify, and those written comments on all platforms truly help go a long way in spreading this message. Hopefully, you got a great, great sense of what frugal and cheap is, the differences, and you know, seeing that they're that neither one are really that bad. Um, but ultimately, this was a very informative podcast, and hopefully, you got you got something out of it. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.